At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is My Guys of the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hello, hello. Welcome into My Guys in the Desert live from downtown Las Vegas, the Circus Sportsbook. Stormy Bon and Tony with you over the course of the next hour for My Guys in the Desert. Happy Tuesday to everybody except for my neighbors who kept the fireworks going till one in the morning. What are we doing, people? I do hope everybody had a great holiday, though. Fourth of July, a lot of fun. Get the hot dogs down the gullet. I also hope you cashed a lot of tickets, unlike me. Baseball was a cruel mistress yesterday. I do have a parlay I like today that I'm vibing. We'll get to baseball later on in the hour. John Legaza, uh, MLB writer for The Athletic, host of the Corked Stats podcast. He'll dive into some numbers for the evening slate. 14 games still to come. One in action right now. Mariners Padres. Also on the show today, Dwayne Colucci, manager of the Rampart Race and Sportsbook. Win bets Joe Fan Talk through some NFC West futures. A little uh, Seattle sports talk with him as well. And I've got some college football futures that I am in the mood to talk about. So we'll get to that in just a few moments. But like we always do, let's get it on and pop in with today's top five news and notes, odds and updates that impact us as betters. And we're going to start at the All England Club because there was a remarkable comeback for uh, the men's quarterfinals today. Novak Djokovic, none other, coming back from down two sets against the 10th seed Janik Sinner and staring down a potential straight sets defeat on center court. Djokovic comes all the way back, won the third set emphatically 6-3 and didn't look back. The 20-time Grand Slam winner went on to win 6-2 in the fourth, 6-2 in the fifth set, reaches his 11th semifinals. Djokovic has still not lost a match on center court in the last nine years. The last time was in the final to good old Andy Murray back in 2013. Joker's a $4 favorite now to win it all, although live 
five in today's earlier match as high as plus 200 available. Rafael Nadal right there at five to one. Nick Kyrgios, 14 to one as well. On the women's side, Ange Jabur, the favorite at plus 120. With heavy pre-tournament favorite Iga Sviatek eliminated, Jabur also rallied from a first set loss today herself in the quarterfinals to advance. Number two, Sham Sharani said on the Pat McAfee show earlier this morning that the Nets are making moves in preparation as if they're bringing Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving back next season. The Nets signed TJ Warren and Edmund Sumner today, which is some solid depth behind their superstar duo. Trading away KD and Kyrie likely will be very difficult as most teams wouldn't be willing to part with what the Nets are asking for. There's still a set of suitors, of course, for Durant. The Lakers will continue to have interest in Kyrie Irving, but as of now, Brooklyn reportedly prepping to have them both back next season while actively fielding offers. Durant's odds to stay with the Nets since this report have gone from 8-1 to one to 4-1, to one, Kyrie from 6-1 to one to 4-1, to one. and the duo, though, however, remaining 9-1 to one to be on the same team going into next season. While we're on the NBA, the Summer League here in Vegas is underway. Get a look at the number two overall pick, Chet Holmgren, later tonight as the Thunder's young guns take on the Jazz. Remember, these games are all bettable, although it can be a bit of a toss-up at times. The Thunder, a four-and-a-half-point favorite, total 164-and-a-half, one of four games on tap today. And since we were just talking about the Nets, they, by the way, Brooklyn, a five-to-one favorite to be holding the Summer League trophy later on this month. Number four, AL Rookie of the Year favorite Julio Rodriguez of the Seattle Mariners entered the record books last night. It might be too late to place a bet on the young star. Last night, Rodriguez launching a 429-foot homer into the third deck of Petco Park, marking his 15th long ball of the season. He now has 15 career home runs and 20 career stolen bases in just 81 games, the fastest player in history to do so. For a little context there, the all-time home run champ Barry Bonds did it in the fourth fastest pace, 90 games. Rodriguez has been on a tear since May 1st, hitting a 300 average with 14 home runs after a slow start to the season. And while he opened at plus 750 odds for Rookie of the Year, he's now minus 220, odds on favorite in the market, followed by Jeremy Pena, plus 350, and preseason favorite Bobby Witt Jr. at plus 950. Mariners are in action right now, got a 1-0 lead against the Padres in the bottom of the third early. And rounding out today's top five, what is going on with the San Francisco Giants? Lost 11 of their last four games on a five-game losing streak. They're nine and a half games back of the Dodgers now in the division. Still in the mix, of course, for a wild card spot two games back, but there's still so many teams right there with them. And after entering the season, plus 550 to win the National League West and a solid start shrinking the odds to plus 380. They're 22 to one now, long shot. Plus 160 to make the playoffs, minus 190 to miss. Today, they'll look to get back on track against the Diamondbacks. Giants, a big minus 170 money line favorite total in that game nine coming up tonight. So, yeah, lots of good stuff in today's top five. You know, we always talk about how this time of year in the summertime, things get slow, but there's always things to bet on, which is so fun, and which is also why it's a good opportunity to look ahead a little bit. And yesterday, we did my July 4th, Four NFL futures bets, and today we're going to just keep that rolling. Why not? It's July 5th with five college football futures bets. So one that I want to start with is a win total that we talked about briefly last week, but I got two into San Diego State, and I wanted to make sure that I doubled down on how much I like the Utah Utes this season going over their win total of nine. Um, the Utes are coming off their first Pac-12 title this season, and a lot of the shine of that has been dulled because of what's coming in Southern Cal, right, and the USC Trojans, Lincoln Riley. 
Um, but for me, the road still runs through Salt Lake City. The Utes have a lot of returning pieces for a team that we saw go toe-to-toe with Ohio State in the Rose Bowl last year. And I, I just keep thinking about Cam Rising, who is back this season, and what last year would have been if he got the starting job week one. Utah started their season one and two. He took over as the starter week four. and They went on a stretch of winning nine of their next ten games. That included two dominant wins against Oregon while the Ducks were ranked in the top ten both of those games. He had nearly 3,000 yards, 20 touchdowns, and just five picks as the starter. Also returning, Tavion Thomas at running back, who grew into an absolute game-breaker at the position before our eyes last year. And it's an amazing story. If you don't know anything about him, I highly recommend Googling Tavion Thomas. He dealt with homelessness before he has turned into what he's turned into and, and Utah has really brought him and lifted him and his story up. Um, but they're going to have to work to bolster the offensive line. They are missing some some leaders on the team in Devin Lloyd and Britton Covey, people who are staples of the program for years. But they have very few holes and they're plugging them effectively. And a head coach in Kyle Whittingham, who's as steady as they come, it's a team that really mirrors their head coach. So I love the Utes to go over nine. It's minus 105. It's probably my favorite futures bet that I've made in college football or NFL to this point. Um, and, and maybe I'm a little bit close to it here, having covered the Pac-12 as much as I have for ESPN. But a long shot price on Cam Rising at 80 to 1 for next year's Heisman, I don't think is totally out of the question either. I think it's a really good long shot bet because you you want to focus on teams you think have potential to make the playoff and while all the eyes right now on that on that team from the Pac-12 that could come out, it's all on USC and everybody talking about Caleb Williams at 9 to 1, third shortest odds on the odds board in that category and that's not where I would be looking, personally. Um, let's keep it rolling with the Heisman, though. A few additional names I like, starting with the favorite in C.J. Stroud. And I also like his teammate, Travion Henderson, and Alabama's Will Anderson. Now, Heisman, it's important to remember how easily this market can and will change, especially at the top of the board. I look back to last year, for example. Yes, Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud were pretty steady among the top five favorites all year. But of the top ten players in last year's preseason odds, Three lost their starting jobs. Two got hurt, and the others, aside from Matt Corral, just largely underperformed. So preseason favorite every book last year was Spencer Rattler. How'd that go? Other names, DJ Uyunglele, Sam Howell, Derek King, who had the ACL and shoulder surgery, Keaton Slovis, who lost his job, Jackson Dart. Now neither one of them are in Southern Cal. But I like C.J. Stroud. Um, I, I mentioned Travion Henderson. Could be interesting, obviously, if you think that Ohio State's going to have a tremendous year like many people do. I could very well see them winning the whole thing, which we will get to in a moment. But for Travion specifically, he was one of the league rushers, re- lead rushers in college football as a true freshman last year. Averaged seven yards per carry, added almost 300 yards receiving, 19 touchdowns. He should have a bigger role this season, so just a good name to keep an eye on, I think, at 40-1 to 1 odds, whereas Stroud, obviously the favorite, a much shorter shot. He's shrunk from plus 350 to now plus 250 ahead of Bryce Young. And then on the Alabama side of things, Will Anderson, Alabama's edge rusher, 25-1 to 1 odds. His odds have shrunk significantly as well, but finished fifth in the Voting last year. He's only going to get better. Uh, led the country in sacks last year, second in quarterback pressures. Going into his junior season, I think the sky's the limit, and he's really going to elevate that Alabama defense to the next level. Um, that said, Ohio State and Alabama, I could very well see them playing for a national title next year, but I have more interest buying in on the Ohio State Buckeyes. And obviously, their win total 10 and a half, juice to high heaven, more than $2. But I don't see them losing very many games 
if any, which I know is a gross thing to say before we've even seen them play a single down of football in the 2022 season. But that's the way I think about it, especially when we look at that offense. And uh, they're going to have one of the best, if not the most, the best electric offenses in the country next year. Last year, number one in total offense, number one in scoring offense, a lot of guys back like C.J. Stroud leading the way. And then on the other side of things, if Jim Knowles can improve this defense, this team will be back in the college football playoff contending for another national championship. So those are some of the ones that I'm really looking at. I I also mentioned last week, San Diego State over seven and a half for their win total. But the primary teams that I've been looking at uh, are either to follow or fade a lot of teams. Like USC, as I mentioned, they're talking a lot about the Pac-12 as a team that I just... I don't see getting to that next level like so many people do. And they brought in a lot of tremendous pieces offensively. They're going to be very good. I just have a really hard time seeing them have a 10-win season. They had four wins a year ago, and their defense didn't have nearly the same type of significant upgrades as the offense did. If they're going to be winning games, they're all going to be in a shootout. So just interesting things to keep an eye on, I think. Still plenty more to come here on My Guys in the Desert. And remember, if you missed... Any of this show or any show here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, they're all available now in podcast form as well. Become a subscriber today of My Guys in the Desert as well as the VEASAN Best Bets podcast. Coming up, Hot Take Tuesday, where producer Steph has some uh, outlandish predictions for us. Let's see how hot the takes are this week. And Dwayne Colucci of the Rampart Racing Sportsbook stops by to take us behind the counter. But plenty more to come on the hour. Don't go anywhere. This is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. I mean, he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back, everybody. Remember, the VEASAN Summer Special is here for just $19. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today. You get VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's picks for the MLB, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which also gives our daily email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, and use of our betting tools and video live stream, the cost is just $19. Become a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer. Rolling along here, my guys in the desert and it's time for hot take tuesday where producer stephanie kamershack my lovely friend comes up with some takes and it's my job to determine the level of heat coming off them and we will start with Devonte adams she says will lead the league in receiving yards 10 to 1 odds bet do you even know me steph i just said on the show yesterday i think Derek carr can lead the league in passing yards next season why wouldn't i think that Devontae Adams could lead the league in receiving. I absolutely love this bet. These two are a couple peas in a pod, best friends, not only from their connection in the Fresno State days, but almost every offseason before the team, the Raiders moved to Vegas. They were practicing in the offseason together, very close. Devontae Adams was third in the league last year um, in this department. I love his over 1,200 yards receiving prop as well. I just expect this offense to be dynamic next year. So 10 to 1, Devontae Adams, sign me up. She also says, both Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving will be on the Nets next year. Durant 4 to 1, Kyrie 4 to 1 for them to be on the same team 9 to 1. Getting warmer, Steph. We are getting warmer from a cold take to a lukewarm one. We talked about this in top 5 with the Sham Sharania report that they are the Nets are planning as if these two will be back on the team next year. I mean, it's just so weird. These guys clearly want out. Do they or don't they want to play together? Who knows? Um, all reports do indicate, though, that there's no real traction for Durant moving because the Nets are asking for a lot. Um, Kyrie and the Lakers' efforts have been there, but not a lot of traction, like I said. Of those three bets, force my hand, I'd throw a sprinkle on 9-1. to one. It feels more possible than not, and it's the larger option. So, warm take Tuesday. Are we going to get a hot one? She says Aaron Judge will not win AL MVP because he can't stay healthy. He's minus 130 favorite in the market. Finally, one I strongly disagree with, Steph. Yes. This one's too hot. I do get the argument. She, You feel about Judge the way I feel about Kyler Murray in the NFL. But I, I certainly hope and believe he can stay healthy and win this thing. Shohei Otani right there, plus 265, the second betting favor. Very divisive how people feel about this market. We hear it on this network every day. Shohei doing things that have never been done in the sport. He's a unicorn. But Judge has an opportunity to carve out some history of his own. 29 home runs in 78 games, slugging off the chart. And it's not just the, the power with which he hits, but the game-changing, game-winning walk-off at bats, the way he plays as a leader. I I don't want to buy in on it now and have my money tied up at that number, but I like Judge to stay hot 
on this Hot Take Tuesday. Let's welcome in my guy, Dwayne Colucci, manager of the Rampart Race and Sportsbook at NYBookie Dwayne on Twitter. Uh, the Rampart, my home away from home. What's going on, Dwayne? What's up, Stormy, and happy uh, belated to uh, Fourth of July to everybody out there on uh, VSIN. Yes, absolutely, and you as well. And and while I have Aaron Judge on the brain, might as well just start off talking a little Yankees here because they, at, at most books around town that I'm seeing, you can give me your exact number over the, there at the Rampart, but the Yankees, between the one, plus 160, plus 180 range as the American League favorite, and it's only July 5th. Like, how often do you see a favorite for that type of a bet, be that low of a number already. Yeah, it got pounded too in the last few days. Uh, I believe we had it was two to one to win the AL pennant, and now we're sitting at plus one sixty. So you know we've been taking action at the red part in the South Point on the Yankees. Very tough uh, team right now. Aaron Judge, like you said, he's just been phenomenal, hitting timely home runs. The pitching has been consistent, and uh, you know it's just been very tough as bookmakers all around. The Yankees are a constant. I mean, 30-some-odd games over 500, and definitely the front runners with the Houston Astros in the American League, Stormy. So uh, they've definitely separated themselves so far, but there's a lot of baseball to be played, mm -hmm. uh, like you touched upon in the segue. Aaron Judge has to stay healthy. Stanton has to stay healthy, and they have to get uh, LeMahieu. And Hicks has got to hit a little. I mean, Gallo isn't hitting. They do have some flaws, but they've been consistent overall. I have them in a parlay tonight. I'm sure that's not something you you hear. Just kidding. You hear that constantly. <laughs> Every single night, Yankees and Dodgers throw them in. What was the Yankees' opening season win total for you guys? Because they've already got 58, and, I mean, they could go 42 and 40 and still hit 100 wins. Yeah, it held at 91 and a half. That's what we wow. opened it, and uh, that's what we closed mm -hmm. it. So that's definitely achievable. You know that. And uh, I believe the Dodgers were the top team. They were like at uh, 97 in that range. So, yeah, definitely the Yankees are going to go over the win total as long as they stay healthy and play consistent baseball. They're well-managed. They're really playing like a machine right now. And definitely we did see uh, slightly more over money stormy on the Yankees, but nothing overwhelming. Are there any other MLB futures bets that, that you've got your eye on as we approach the second half here soon? Yeah, well, definitely, you know, uh, to win the pennant, uh, I would say the Dodgers look really, uh, you know, strong right now because I think that, you know, the Braves, the Mets, they're right there, and the Padres, but they haven't played great baseball just yet. It'll be interesting to see if DeGrom and Scherzer both come back healthy for the Mets. I mean, they're playing definitely a good brand of baseball, but I think the Dodgers are definitely the front runner in the National League. Uh, you know, the Central is the Central. They're going to play consistent Milwaukee, St. Louis, teams like that, but I think the Dodgers are the best team in the National League, and uh, definitely, like we said, the Yankees, it's going to be tough. But I think the Astros can beat them. They've been very consistent when they played the Yankees and Mets and actually won a lot of games against these teams. So I think the Astros are a team to watch, but the odds are so low, Stormy. So I would recommend betting them to win the World Series mm -hmm. on both sides, the Dodgers and the Astros. One thing's for sure already, and I know it's still early. Like you said, a lot of baseball still to play, but the playoffs are going to be extremely fun this season. Uh, we have 14 games coming up tonight still. First pitch upon us in the evening slate. Any notable line moves or decisions for you guys tonight? 
Well, like you said, we definitely have tons of parlays with the Mets, Yankees, and uh, th- those are the two teams. And the Mets, I believe, are sitting at minus 215 at the Rampart and South Point. So we're seeing a lot of action. Yeah, naturally, the Yankees. I mean, all these parlays, Stormy, it's so hard to uh, overcome. Baseball is the roughest time of the year for us bookmakers, and it's been a consistent uh, Astros, Mets, Dodgers, Yankees, and, you know, repetitious. So the good teams are so much better than the bad teams, it seems like, this year from the uh, handicapping level. Mm-hmm. So it makes it more difficult for us as bookmakers because you get a lot of run line parlays as well because who wants to lay 250 example on the Astros tonight when you could lay the run and a half and uh, only lay a buck 15. Yeah, we joke about it. You've got hockey prices on the money line for some of these baseball games now, and people are still betting it and finding those alternate ways, too. Um, let's turn the page, though, to Wimbledon as we now get to the semifinals on both the men's and women's single side. It's getting down to it. How has the handle been for the All England Club event this week? It hasn't been too bad, and definitely the 4th of July weekend brought a lot of, uh, you know, limelight on that, and we've gotten some good handle. You know, uh, we're, we're seeing Kyrgios is uh, minus 460 at the Rampart and uh, South Point, plus 360 on the buyback. Rafa is minus 280 and plus 240 on Taylor Fritz. So I think Nadal is going to uh, definitely go off, I would say, probably into the three-to-one range. Also, the women have been uh, fabulous, I tell you. Fabulous, fabulous tournament so far. Simona Halep, uh, a lot of people know her and know that name. So she's minus 240 in one of the matchups. And uh, the other matchup is very close. We have uh, Rabakina at minus 190, plus 170 on Tom Janovich on the back uh, buyback. So two interesting matchups. You don't have the Serena Williams or the Coco Goff there, but you still have some good handle on the women's side and we do have Nadal on the other side Mm -hmm. so definitely uh, we're going to get some good handle on Wimbledon Yeah, the women's side seems a lot more wide open now that those big names you mentioned out of it as well as Iga Sviatek who is the favorite going into this thing so that should be exciting to see how those close out. The PGA uh, coming up this week, we've got the Scottish Open last week the field wasn't what you would necessarily want for a marquee PGA event, but a natural (laughs) resting spot, of course. JT Poston gets that win. Now we look ahead to the Scottish Open and the Open Championship. Who are some names that people are betting over there? Uh, Well, definitely Justin Thomas, John Rahm. We have John Rahm at 10 to 1 in the Scottish. Uh, He's the favorite right now. I'm looking at it quickly, Stormy. He is the favorite. And also uh, Scotty Scheffler, he is 10 to 1 as well. Justin Thomas, 12 to 1. And it's, uh, you know, definitely taking a hit, the tour. Like you said, getting back to what you said in the beginning, how it wasn't that uh, much of an enamoring tournament last weekend because you have this new tournament and these guys that can't play on the PGA Tours. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, I don't really have an open pick yet. I'm keeping my eye on the handicapping of that, and I want to see how these guys play in the Scottish Open this week as well. Absolutely. Well, you know that we'll be checking in with you. Thanks so much for the time, as always, Dwayne. Uh, Thank you, Stormy. It's always a pleasure to join you. The best. Make sure you check out at NY Bookie Dwayne, Dwayne Clucci on Twitter. Great job over there at the Rampart Race and Sportsbook. Like I said, my home away from home, literally. Uh, that is where my family loves to stay when they come in town to visit. Coming up, WinBet host Joe Fan. He joins the show. We're going to talk a little Seattle sports and the NFC West. His Twitter account basically has become a shrine for this Mariners player. Who it is and why when we come back. Don't go anywhere. This is Visa and the Sports Betting Network.
listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. This segment of My Guys in the Desert brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, they're spit-free, and available in 10 varieties. They also come in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch, available in over 100,000 locations nationwide. Visit Zinn.com find to locate a store near you. That's Z-Y-N.com slash F-I-N-D. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Rolling along here live from downtown Las Vegas at Circus Sportsbook, Stormy Bon and Tony with you. Excited to welcome in for the first time on this program, but you've seen him on many a VSIN show in the past. Joe Fan of WinBet hosts the Bet to Win podcast. Lover of all things Seattle and former longtime NFL reporter. So you get the best of both worlds, the insider and the betting analysis. What's going on, Joe? Thanks for coming on. Stormy, I'm sitting here watching Mariners Padres on this fine Tuesday afternoon and right before the commercial break ends. What do I see? I see Stormy ziplining down Fremont uh, in the Circa Sports promo. You love to see it. What timing that was. Got to pay the bills, my man. Uh, love that you were watching the Mariners because I obviously wanted to ask you about this team. You're a Seattle native, lived there for a really long time, covering the Seahawks as well. Huge Mariners fan. They've got a 4-1 lead right now. They beat the Padres 8-2 yesterday. They're on an 11-3 streak since June 21st. What's allowed them to find this groove here lately, and is it sustainable? Have they turned over a new leaf? It's pitching, certainly. Their whole starting rotation has been lights out. They went uh, more than three weeks in a row without a starting pitcher allowing more than three runs. You go down top to bottom from Marco Gonzalez, George Kirby, Logan Gilbert, Chris Flexen, and Robbie Ray, who Robbie Ray looks like the Cy Young once again over this last month. He's been absolutely lights out. Logan Gilbert should be an all-star this year. George Kirby got on the rise. Then Flexen and Marco, some stable veterans, rounding out the group. It's been really impressive, and they've carried this team. And they've gotten just enough hitting from from the you know top and bottom of the order despite the injuries to Ty France, Mitch Hanniger, Kyle Lewis, and others. And you want to talk about the lineup, it's all Julio, Julio Rodriguez, who was just named the AL Player of the Week. He's potentially going to be an all-star. Um, he just got another steal uh, here in this ball game. He's got a nine-game hitting streak. He's got 15 home runs. He is the leader in the clubhouse for AL Rookie of the Year. And so um, that, and then Paul Seawald has been improved at the back end of the bullpen closing games. And Diego Castillo, after just a brutal, brutal, brutal stretch, to open the season, uh, looks back to his dominant self and has been nails as a setup man. So it's really just improved top to bottom. You still want more hitting, but with Ty France, Mitch Haniger, Kyle Lewis, potentially with looming returns around the all-star break, this is a team now two games back of 500 uh, going into this game on Tuesday that, that could potentially make a run in the second half. Your Twitter is essentially a stand account for Julio Rodriguez. Like, you can't scroll very far without seeing something positive about this guy. You mentioned he's a potential all-star, minus 220 favorite to win the AL Rookie of the Year. That nine-game hit streak also extends to 13 of the last 15 games he's had a hit. How much fun is that young talent to watch? He's incredible. I know I'm just beyond obnoxious about him (laughs) and have been since spring training, since I think every day I was tweeting, uh, go bet. Julio Rodriguez to win AL Rookie of the Year if you haven't already. And I, I remind people every single day, every home run he hit in spring training. And um, he, he's, he's so much fun. And I think every sports fan knows it's, it's fun to have great players in your team, but when they're homegrown and it just makes them uniquely yours as opposed to a hired gun who comes in a trade or free agency. And that doesn't mean that they can't still build an affinity for players like that when it comes to being a fan. But 
you know, this is a guy who's 21 years old and he's been the phenom for years and years. And the fact that he's up and not disappointing, um, you know, has lived up to the hype. Uh, it's just been remarkable. And so, yeah, I think first Seattle sports fan, who's just been, you know, a Mariners sports fan in particular, who, enduring the longest playoff drought in all of sports at more than uh, 20 years now. It's been a long couple of decades, Stormy, and so having a guy like Julio is a whole lot of fun, and uh, I'm certainly going to enjoy every at-bat, every game, and and celebrate it along with everyone else uh, who's a Mariners fan. Absolutely. Well, before we transition to other Seattle sports, keep it on baseball here. Any other bets for you on the evening slate? Since, obviously, all eyes are on the Mariners right now, the lone day game of the day. Yeah, I took uh, Mets minus a half a run. Um, against the uh, why? Why am I totally blanking on who they're playing today? Uh, the Reds. Um, you got two starters coming off of the IL. One just happens to be Nick Lodolo, who had a five-plus ERA in April, hasn't pitched since April, and Max Scherzer, who is one of the best pitchers of all time. So uh, happy to bet. Uh, make it simple. Bet on a good team with their ace against a bad team with a pitcher who you can't trust in this spot. Uh, against a talented Mets lineup that has sort of underperformed and underwhelmed uh, of late. But uh, to me, it's, it's a safe bet. Happy to pay the juice and uh, and roll with the Mets in this one. Here with Joe Fan of WinBet, at Joe underscore Fan with two N's. Uh, in addition to all of his just Seattle knowledge in general, former NFL insider for the Seahawks as well as the San Francisco 49ers. So I really wanted to get into some NFC West talk with you today. And let's start with Seattle because for the first time in a really long time, they're going to be starting a season without Russell Wilson under center. And there are a lot of questions at quarterback Who's the answer to the quarterback question in Seattle this year? Well, the answer isn't going to be on the roster this year, uh, the long-term answer anyway. I still think that Baker Mayfield uh, is going to be the starting quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks in 2022. I don't think they're going to roll with Drew Locke or Geno Smith. Uh, I think they're just, they are going to play this game of chicken, ride it out and make sure that price tag is as low as possible. Um, you know, I think he would make them ultimately more watchable. But, you know, I just don't think it's in Pete Carroll's DNA at his age to truly tank and go try to get a top five pick to tap into next year's draft class. that is, you know, expected to be much more uh, deep, but also top heavy, um, you know, than compared to this year. So I think Baker Mayfield being in Seattle is certainly there. I think that's reflected in their over five and a half win total. I talked about my show about it on my show today. Their over five and a half win total is juiced to minus 135 on win bet, which tells you that, A, I think there's just a general bullishness that, you know, the Seattle Seahawks, well, they're not going to be a playoff team, not going to go anywhere in terms of making a playoff run. Uh, knowing that they have enough stability in the organization and Pete Carroll has such an identity that he wants to fulfill in terms of clock control, uh, field position, and ground game, that they're going to be annoying to beat on a week-to-week basis and could be sort of an against-the-spread darling this season. They're only four-and-a-half-point dogs to Russell Wilson and the Broncos in week one, despite you know seismic differences in terms of Super Bowl odds with the, the Broncos at 18-1 to and the Seahawks at 150-1, to uh, you know, fourth-longest odds in the league. Um, but, yeah, at the quarterback position, I, I just have a hard time believing that they're done there and decide they're going to go to battle with Geno um, or uh, – Drew Locke. And I think, remember, when, when Russell Wilson was out last year, that finger in, in, in injury, they were competitive in all but one game. So, um, you know, I think that's why you're seeing some people thinking that, that Seahawks futures might have some value when it comes to their win total. 
Interesting. Obviously, the Los Angeles Rams are the favorite in the division coming off of that Super Bowl run last year. San Francisco trying to figure out their situation at quarterback themselves. Trey Lance, the guy of the future, but is he ready in the present? A big question mark. Who do you think has the edge in the division? It's got to be the Rams. I just don't see value. Uh, It's only 50% or 50%, 50 cents that you're getting on the Niners at plus 175 on win bet where the Rams are plus 125. Take the sure thing. Take the champion that's coming off of a Super Bowl win. There's too many question marks in San Francisco. You don't really know what Trey Lance is going to look like. Uh, they didn't have much draft capital. They used their third-round pick on a running back after doing the same thing last year in Trey Sermon, not playing him at all. Debo's still unsigned. Um, I think they could win. I'm not saying it's, it's not possible and just who, well, you know, why play the season now? It's, it's going to be the Rams. But um, I just think there's, just, there's not enough value to justify taking the Niners in that spot. And then I'm not putting a dime on the Arizona Cardinals after they let me down last year. My favorite future I put in last year was the Cardinals to win the division. And I think it was five or six to one. And they were 10 and two through 13 games and then go two and four to finish out the season. So that was brutal. Um, Joe, and, uh, I am so, so high. I am, from I am so high on the Cardinals to miss the playoffs this year. It's minus 130. So I it's a little juiced, bet. but I love that bet. <laughs> I love it. And you see, I mean, everyone's on, you know, it's juice to the under at their uh, over under 10 wins. I just, Kyler Murray's still unsigned. A lot of drama from him this off season. They aren't good with Nuke uh, out of the lineup. He's going to miss six games because of the PED suspension. They don't have Chandler Jones anymore. I just don't see how this team is better than what they were a year ago. We saw them flop just tremendously the last month and a half of the season. So I'm with you. Um, I'm glad we're on the same page there, but I'm full uh, fading the Cardinals in this one. We only have about 45 seconds left here with you, Joe, but anything else NFL futures that you really, really like and want to get out there? Yeah, it's a good question. I haven't played a whole lot out there yet. Um, I'm, I'm kind of waiting to see what happens as they get into training camp and if there's final moves made by anybody. Uh, I think the value is going to come probably in the NFC because there's really only four teams, maybe five teams that you can they strongly have a shot or maybe you, you know, find a dark horse bet because you think it's so thin uh, with all of the star quarterbacks seemingly in the AFC. The AFC is a crapshoot. It's going to be a whole lot of fun because I think you could point to, you know, probably seven or eight teams that you could legitimately say and make a case for. I could see them winning the Super Bowl. Um, and I just can't wait. The AFC West in general was amazing. I am already too excited for training camp and game ones to get underway. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. That's Joe Fan at Joe underscore fan again, F-A-N-N on Twitter for him. Great stuff um, and as in-depth as it gets in the NFL. When we come back, we're going to round things out talking all things Major League Baseball. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. We've got CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. Rolling along here on My Guys in the Desert, Stormy Bond and Tony with you. And while not all women wear jewelry, I do not. I'm still a firm believer that diamonds are a girl's best friend. Yes, that is my segue to my baseball picks today. What do I have on the diamond? Starting with an over nine and a half in the Braves-Cardinals game. Braves have been playing great baseball lately, 24-7 and since June 1st. But one, one thing that's been a little bit of an eyesore and an otherwise great stretch has been pitcher Ian Anderson, who was on the hill today, got shelled his last start, giving up seven runs to the Phillies in just two innings. I don't see that rough a performance tonight. Please don't, because I do have the Braves in the parlay coming up here. But... He specifically has compiled a 691 ERA over the last month. I can see the cards getting some runs through. And while St. Louis counters with Andre Pallante, who's coming off a couple quality starts, the Braves' bats are no joke, people, especially at home. They're averaging 4.88 runs per game in Atlanta. Good for fifth best in baseball. Dansby Swanson, Austin Riley, Matt Olson, Acuna. And if it's not early against Pallante, the St. Louis bullpen should certainly be vulnerable against that lineup. And I've got a three-team money line favorite favorites parlay. Pays out three to one. I mentioned the Braves in that. Cardinals have lost five straight against Atlanta. The Braves shine in the favorites role, 15-2, their last 17 as a home favorite. I got the Mets on Scherzer Day against the Reds. He's making his return. Cincinnati's dropped five of their last six outright, including a 7-4 loss to New York yesterday. Their pitcher, Nick Lodolo, coming back from an injury himself. himself. His last three starts before going on the shelf were all brutal and closing it out with the Yankees in a bounce-back spot after getting shut out by the Guardians. Facing Pittsburgh tonight, Jamison Tyone on the hill against his former team. He's 9-1 on the year, 4-0 on the road with a 2.7. 
7-0 ERA on the road. And even though he hasn't been as good recently, his last five starts really, it hasn't mattered because the run support has been so outstanding. I think the Yankees are probably a little ticked off about the way that last game went. Get the bats going today against Jose Quintana. So to recap, Cardinals Braves over 9.5 in the Moneyline Parlay. Braves Mets Yankees pace 3-1. Let's keep the MLB talk rolling with baseball writer, betting expert John Legaza can find his work, of course, on The Athletic as well as the Cork Stats podcast. Check him out out MLB moving average AVG on Twitter. What's going on, John? Stormy Chabella, kiss it each. My main man, love your background today, by the way. Just beautiful, bright, just like you. Ah, summary. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's get into some of the slate coming up today. Just one day baseball game. Mariners lead in the Padres 4-1 right now. Um, The Orioles had a really nice win yesterday. 7-6 in extras against the Rangers. Walk-off hit by a pitch, which you don't see every day. But those two back at it today. How are you approaching game two from a betting perspective? All right, I actually have a couple of leans on this one, so I'm glad to get this one first. Couple of gas cans on the mound today. So my, I have a prop, and then I think I'm going to be leaning towards the over as well. I was waiting on the green light from the weather, something that's very important. You and I have spoke about this all year. So let's get into the prop play first, and that'll lead us into where we're going with the over. We want to start with Baltimore righties going up against Spencer Howard. No, I'm not talking about the 12 ERA in seven innings. We are looking at the seven ERA over his 82 career innings. One six ERA, 884 OPS. That's on the career. The Walk rate double digit on the career, the fly ball rate over 40, barrel rate double digit, more than two home runs per nine, all the things we're generally looking for. He's really struggled very much so against righty. So remember, split work is not always righty lefty. Sometimes it has to do with ball movement and it not getting where the pitcher wants. On his career, righties, the majority of hitters, have a 315 batting average, 940 OPS, 400 expected Woba on contact, and he only throws two pitches. Keep that in mind. 48% usage of the fastball, 43% usage of the cutter. Keep that in mind, because where we're going is with my boy, Paisan, Trey, Boom Boom, Mancini. Yes, the last 14 days, he hasn't been great. 765 OPS against lefties. Not really the thing we're generally looking for, but this is his ideal optimization. And the reason why I like these prop plays, you and I were speaking off air about really getting granular and trying to you know, be optimized with these plus odds that we love so very much. So check it out. Trey Mancini on the year against righty fastballs and cutters. Remember, 48 and 43, that is the vast majority of the arsenal. Trey Mancini has a better than 60% hard hit rate, a 17% bow rate, 10% blast, and four Ramalama ding-dongs. With the wind blowing out 10 miles an hour, I love that total base prop over one and a half bases at plus 115, but I think we can extend a little bit further into that Total, you know, Austin Voth, it's really been messy. 734 ERA, a 1-9 whip. His deserved ERA is at 6.5. His line drive rate is up over 26. These are all the things that are getting in trouble. And in particular, lefties, 857 OPS. Righties, 950 OPS. Not to be outdone. And the Baltimore bullpen, not very good. 6 ERA, last seven days. So I really think we're going to get some scoring. And like I said, we have the green light for the weather. Wind blowing out 10 miles an hour just the way we want it when we're looking for run scoring. Not only are you getting the expert analysis, but you get the great boom, boom, and ramily a ding dong type stuff. We're not even doing a musical <laughs> grease here. I love it so much. Uh, okay, so we mentioned, there you go, got the moves. Uh, the 7 6 walk off yesterday. There was another one, compliments of the Astros and Jordan Alvarez, the ninth inning home run ball to beat the Royals yesterday. You like him as well today in the total bases market, if I remember correctly. I, I, I can't. 
believe my eyes, although we really shouldn't be upset here. You and I are generally complaining about having to overpay. And then when I finally get a price I like, I complain about that as well. <laughs> Such is life. All right, it's Jordan Alvarez. Okay, if we're looking for total base props, let's begin with the best hitter on the planet. Sorry, Aaron Judge. If I really had one at bat, it'd probably be Jordan, especially if it's a right-handed pitcher. Last 70 plate appearances against righties. 54 hard hit, 24 barrel, a 20% blast rate. Remember, people, blasts are the ideal subset of barrels. We've seen batting average on barrels degrade, right? We've seen a year-over-year -year degradation. So we really want to be looking for blasts. Just a little tip there. But Jordan, I mean, these numbers are video game-esque. 424 BA, 474 ISO. Remember, everybody, that's a measure of extra base hits. So 474 ISO is a 47% extra base rate in that span. Any one of those would get it done. 900 slug, 563 expected Woba against Zach Granke, a bit long in the tooth, if you will. The fastball in particular has been at the center of the struggles against left-handed hitters. 40% use, so there's that hyper usage, meaning Jordan in three at-bats is going to see a half a dozen fastballs, 700 expected slug, 32 line drive around, nearly 10% barrel. I think Jordan gets the two bases in the first inning. I could not believe that this was being posted at plus money. I ran to the window. Absolutely. It's so great when you find those edges and advantages and they just pop out on the screen at you. The Astros also have been so solid lately. Seven straight games, won 12 of their last 15. A massive favorite again today as expected. Uh, one more total base prop that you like. Christian Yelich of the Brewers going at it today against the Cubs tonight. Why are you keyed in on him so much? Well, I'll tell you, and again, I hope everybody really appreciates how just approachable that you are and how understanding and malleable you are, Stormy. Have we've kind of now you and I have done the little tango <laughs> going from money lines to F5s to overs to run lines, comparing pricing and now to total base props. And it's not about system hopping. You mentioned it with a capital E. We're looking for edge. Give me Milwaukee Brewer lefties against Kyle Hendricks, 800 OPS. I know I love this. The last two starts, he's been excellent. The opposite of buying the dip. We're going to sell the rip. Single-digit swinging strike rate, 85% in-zone contact rate means what? He can't fool anybody. He's got to come in the zone. And then the fastball gets pounded, 43 fly ball, 10% barrel on the year, nearly two home runs per nine. Just everything that you expect from Kyle Hendricks against lefties. They have really done a ton of damage. 840 expected slug and eight home runs on the fastball. Remember, Milwaukee, top five in park factor for home runs, two lefties. Handed hitters. Talk about granular analysis on the Christian Yelich. Last 45 plate appearances against righties, a 390 batting average, 194 ISO, 1100 OPS, 56 hard hit, and a 14% barrel rate. All the things we're looking for. And of course, with total bases, people, he will be hitting in the top third of the lineup. That extra plate appearance really matters. Try and focus on players hitting first, second, or third. And Christian Yelich plus 115, actually. Wow. Love it. And his squad, the Brew Crew, minus 125 favorites on the game money line. Uh, real quickly, before we let you go here, my parlay that I had, Yankees, Mets, Braves, who ruins it for me? Obviously, hopefully no one. But who do you think is the one It's going to bite if, me in the I butt? If I had to guess, I think it's the Braves. It's and You mentioned it actually at the outset. I think maybe I'm just a bit higher on Palante than you are. Mm. You know, he's he's one of our guys. He's a grill master. You know, and what I'm talking about, people, he keeps it low. He keeps it slow. 65% ground ball, half of a home run per nine, 
3% barrel rate. Ian Anderson's really struggled with the fastball. I think that's where it go wrong. Although I'm not necessarily opposed because you mentioned it, that Braves offense mm-hmm. is smoking hot. And the reason I'm not posting the St. Louis Cardinals F5 today. Yeah, I'm just higher on the bats. That's where my yeah, mind they're, works. Well, they're, great. they're great. Appreciate they great. your insight as always. You're the man, John. Come on, love it. Love it. That's John Legaza. Make sure you check out his work at The Athletic as well as the Corked Stats podcast. Really does a tremendous job diving into the numbers and the explanation of why you follow certain numbers for certain propositions. Now, that's a wrap for me today. Like 10% of the population's belly buttons, I'm outie. But like you, I will continue listening to VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, coming up. Holden Kushner hosting Rush Hour for the next hour. Don't go anywhere, people. Have a great day. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 